There have never been more options for your next vehicle, but the right choice has never been clearer. That's because Toyota has a high-performing hybrid built for your exact needs, like the stylish all-new Camry XSE Hybrid and Venza, the spacious Highlander and all-new Sienna with more cargo space, and the fuel-efficient and high-performing RAV4 Hybrid. Toyota hybrids save you time and money, filling up less often at the gas station. And of course, all with 10-year, 150,000-mile warranty on new models. Take the next step. Visit Toyota toyota.com slash hybrid or your local Toyota dealership to learn more. ¿Qué tal amigos? Mi nombre es Roman Rojas y Tremenda Vaina es el podcast donde te contamos cuatro historias que desafían la realidad. De las cuatro historias solamente una es mentira. ¿Cuál será? En el último episodio de Tremenda Vaina te contamos de un muchacho en China que vendió una parte de su cuerpo para comprarse un iPad. ¿Será verdad? ¿Será mentira? Suscríbete en iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify o tu plataforma favorita. También nos puedes seguir en Twitter, Instagram o Facebook. Hey guys. Yeah. Hey guys. So Cardi B was in the news again. Um, evidently, there was a naked picture of her online. Well, yeah, 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 big time. The we, first uh, one. Yeah, ever. We caught. We we ended up seeing her Cardi double D's. I think um, in the picture. But uh, the so my question to you is: What is the most embarrassing thing? To happen to you on social media because this definitely was very embarrassing for Cardi B. So, um, what what was yours, uh, Rachel? Mm. Well, aside from my mom posting very bad pictures of me when she first got on social media, but we're past that. We had an argument about it, and we're good now. Um, I gotta actually talk about a situation that happened to a friend of mine, okay? Because what happened to my homeboy. No if, names. If, if this happened to anybody else out there, my heart goes out to you. It's very sad. It's a quick, sad story. So homeboy was on the beach rocking these dope ass reflective aviator glasses and side piece took a picture of him on the beach. Damn. He uploaded it. And y'all know sometimes the sun be glaring and you don't really see the picture that you're uploading from the beach. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so homeboy uploaded the picture and for what was that? Cause why he was like, who is this bitch in your sunglasses? <laughs> oh man, I, I, I did a video back in, I don't know what year it was called Viva Peru. And uh, Mike made me get into a freaking bata because he couldn't get some old lady to come. Oh my god! And I've seen that picture. Yeah, yeah, it's man. Pretty yeah. bad. It's pretty bad, bad, Frank. Yeah, I know, man. That's like my worst fucking. I, I don't know why I did that. Mike keeps on using it against me, man. That's like the most out of character like picture I've ever seen of you. It's just yeah, like, like one of my biggest, my, one of my biggest regrets ever. Oh my god! It's so bad. <laughs> Uh, guest host for this week, Pills. What's what's the most embarrassing thing that happened to you on social media, dude? I have I have to change mine. I have I have two of them, but one of the ones that I think was uh, as classic is I had a dare to dress up as a as a woman. Oh, for, for Halloween. Oh, come on, Frank. Because Frank was like, so I had to like you know, but this time I had to really really go all out like. Bro, I was crazy. I had pillows, you know, like you know, the wig was crazy. I even had heels, but I was making sure that nobody took pictures. You know, it was a little back in the day, so it wasn't really. But yo, a picture surfaced, and it was like the worst. I got a call from one of my boys, and he was like, "Yo, if you don't take me out and get some food, 
I'm gonna put this out. I was like, you bullshit. <laughs> Yo, sure enough, put the picture. I was like, dude, take this shit down. Wow. I'm gonna go to your house right now, take it down. So yeah, that was that was crazy. What was your female name? Was it like Pilia or something? <laughs> How do <Body>. you think- <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's what funny. about you, Jamie? Um, well, other than when people like, for some reason, when my when my parents like an old ass picture from social media, and then it pops up on everybody's Facebook like it's new. It's usually like an old headshot. I'm like, oh, why did you just like this recently? But uh, <laughs> but um, other than that, actually, it was like when we when Room Twenty Eight did that show for NBC. Um, they had to look through our old, like all our social media things, backgrounds. And so I, they looked through my Twitter and all and I have, and I, they told me to scrub through my Twitter cause I have a lot of questionable jokes. <laughs> so, so that's kind of embarrassing cause I was like, oh shit. So I look back and I'm like, yeah, I got a lot of bad sex jokes from like 2009 and 2010, you know, like stupid shit. Like, you know. When someone says mi casa es su casa, they're probably inviting you to a Mexican orgy. See, to me, at 2010, I thought that was funny. But, uh, <laughs> but evidently, NBC was like, yeah, maybe you should take that down. Um, so, yeah. That was it. <laughs> I like that. I like that. It's the Latinos Out Loud Yo 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 Feeling like a pop tart on the mic. Yo, it's your girl, your friend to the end, Rachel La Loca. This is a Latinos Out Loud podcast. Who's in the building with me right now? Right. What's up, well, Jay Ferns in the house? In my house. In Frank Spiracy up in Washington Heights, baby. Mr. Pills is in the building. Again. They let me back in. They let me back in. Oh my God, Francis let you back in from the waiting room. I'm I'm shocked and I'm surprised and it's amazing. Pills is back and um I don't know if you know this. My nickname Pills is actually used to be Pales, because um, <laughs> my light my light skin tone and no, um, Pales. <laughs> Pales. Oh my God, you guys! It's so good to be back, Pills. Yo, welcome back. I mean, we had a really great time with you last week the episodes were so hilarious so nice. this is like to be continued um okay you guys it's been a week and a lot has gone down in the last week i want to give a big shout out to our very own francis our super producer she has a show called wine and wisdom five her and four of her homegirls. it's really just a beautiful show about female empowerment and they have guests and i was one of their guests over the weekend all right, all right. So I dusted off my passport and I made it to the Bronx, Throg's Neck to be exact, which felt like Canada. It was far. (laughs) But shout out to the Bronx. Um, I spent a lot of time there over the weekend. Uh, The show, it was so much fun to shoot. So shout out to Francis and everybody. And I'll let you guys know when that goes up. But then I get wine drunk. Did you get wine drunk? I got wine tipsy. (laughs) Busted. Yeah. 
Um, it was good wine and she gave me a beautiful glass with my initial on it. And if anybody knows me, I go goo goo gaga over anything with my initials on it. I don't know why I'm such an initial slut. I love initials. <laughs> I love monograms and initials from Don't you mean you're such a IS? I what? You said you're an initial slut. So don't you don't you mean you're more of an IS? I am an IS. Don't tell anybody. Yeah. OK. Um, but yeah, I'm like a monogram whore bag. And uh, it was great. So then I took a tour of the South Bronx. Shout out to Juan Bago. We went to Mott Haven uh, Bar. And, right. and it was Wait, is that a good thing? Taking a tour of the South Bronx? I know, right? Maybe I, you know, that's a great question because I think back in the day, maybe, maybe not, but my goodness, the, the, the infusion of culture and yeah. like all these beautiful restaurants and condos going up. It's a really beautiful place. And shout out to Bronx native who has his store out there. I'm Maoris. Thor caught me a little shirt. I had a big problem. I was like, yo, I don't know if I could buy a shirt from this store right now. Like it's like illegal to rep the Bronx if you're from Brooklyn. Like, <laughs> you do yeah, know it's that. like a Democrat representing like like a Trump and you're wearing a Trump shirt. You know, it's like, right. you know, you can't yeah. wear blood or blood and a crib, you know, like <laughs> making out. It took a lot, but I did it. Um, and then I just spent a lot of time up north this weekend because then I did the obligatory pumpkin picking with my kids um, uh. on Sunday, which you know what I'm saying? I'm just going to say it. It's a scam. It's a scam. It's, no. a scam. it's a scam. It's a scam. It's a pumpkin scam. I, <laughs> I called them up and the farm owner sounded just like a farm owner would sound. Well, yeah, come on up. The weather is nice and the pumpkins are fresh and the apples are fruit of picking, you know, without the southern accent. So I go up to Warwick, New York <laughs> with my family. Yeah, I'm like, where <laughs> would you go in the south or is it upstate? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Come on down to upstate New York. <laughs> I didn't go south on 87. I went north. And, uh, you know, it's a different kind of people up there. We know once you cross the Tappan Zee, what happens? The water's different. But anyway, like in Long Island pills, right? Yeah. Just kidding. Just kidding. So we get there. And, yo, these pumpkins were like wacko lanterns. They were wax. Wacko lanterns. <laughs> Wacko lanterns. They wacko lanterns. I don't know how you say, but yeah, yo, they had like like bugs in them, and like it was all. Cr I'm like, I'm not buying any of these pumpkins. And then five minutes later, I see one of the farm guys with a wheelbarrow dumping pumpkins onto the patch, and I'm like, wait a minute. So they pick the good ones, they store them in the back, they make us look like idiots, like searching the patch for some good <laughs> pumpkins to buy. Then I see the farmer just rolling them off, just dropping them off on the patch. So in other words, they didn't come up from the ground. They were stored in the back and then brought back out for the people to be like, oh, honey, look at the pumpkins. They, they're so plentiful. No, they're not. They're not plentiful. And I'm not gonna, I, I'm never again, never again will I pay 65 cents a pound for a pumpkin. Damn. GTFOH. That that was my weekend. Bought the pumpkins, did it for the pictures. I think that's really what you pay for anyway. The photo ops, right? Isn't that what it is? With the yeah, whole apple I mean, picking and pumpkin picking? Yeah, I mean, I think it's like that's what people do in New York's for the fall. Like people, you know what I mean? Like that's our thing. It's like apple picking. Um, I usually do the apple picking. I, I'm not a big pumpkin. I like Halloween, but I'm not a big pumpkin guy. I don't know how to, I don't know how to make a really cool looking like pumpkin face so I'd, I'd fuck it up my, my pumpkin would look like all fucked up <laughs> when did that start like apple apple picking i see people from the city like in from the hood apple picking and 
and pumpkin picking. Where the hell did that? Where did that? I never did that. That's a way. That's like your day out. That's like your day out in the country. Dang. Well, I never got out of the city, so I don't know. It's what people do now in the city. I mean, it's like you have that one day in the country that you know what I'm saying. Like city people, right. when they're in the country, don't know what to do. So when you already, you know, tell them like, yo, pump, pumpkin picking is a big thing or yo, y'all could pick apples from a tree. They'll just, they're stupid idiot city folk. They'll be like, yeah, yeah, cool. I'll, I'll climb this tree to get a, a, a brown, <laughs> a brown looking old ass apple and shit and put it in a bucket. <laughs> and you know what I mean? The, the country people are like Rachel said, I think it's a scam. They know city people will do anything if they think it's trendy. Right. And that's how they get their they're suckers in there. But I do like uh, the donuts they give. Usually these places have like really good Apple donut. cider donuts. Yeah. yeah. Really yeah. good. And yeah. it's all worth it. I don't mind getting scammed as long as I get some of those donuts. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're on the hayride. Of course, you know, my oldest was like, yeah, I want to do a hayride. So we get on this truck. There's no fucking hay. I'm, I'm like, wait a <laughs> second. I thought we spoke. I said to the guy, I'm like, hey, is that why it's called a hayride? Because I don't see any hay. Um. Anyway. <laughs> Did you used to roll around in the hay back in the day? <laughs> well, back in my heyday, yes. They used to call you a hey ho, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, they didn't. Just a monogram slut. That was all I was. <laughs> an initial slut, an initial whore. What did you guys do this weekend or this week? I'm well, I real quick for me, I something that stood out was that I actually bought a new article of clothing which to me was like a big thing because I haven't bought any new clothes since this whole kind of the world changed and everybody has to like to be stuck at home. So I really like, you know, back in when in regular times I would go to like, you know, you, I don't know about other guys, but you know, you make your little fashion run, you know, you, you go to a Zara here, get like a sweater. Then you go to a, like a unique clothes over there. Right. Then you know maybe Old Navy, but you don't want people to see you like getting Old Navy stuff. But it has to be something. That, <laughs> it has to be something that that like nobody would know is Old Navy, but it looks really cool anyway. And it's, but uh, but yeah, but once all this stuff hit and people had to be quarantined, I didn't even care what I wore. I was just like, I'm wearing the same shit for the last, you know. And it's and and so my fall wardrobe is pretty much my fall wardrobe from last year. So Have you, I was going to say something. Stuff, I saw a lot of repetition. I didn't want to say anything, but yeah, man, yeah I saw some holes <laughs> in your shirt. But last week I was like, oh, shit, because now Instagram, you know, they always selling you shit, selling you clothes now and shit where you're like, oh, how do they know I like these type of hoodies? So I ended up buying a hoodies. Shout out Bonobos. Maybe right. a future right. advertiser. I don't know. Yeah. Bonobos had a nice sweater. And I was like, yo, I got to get something, something new. My closet is just like looking very repetitive right now. So I thought it was a big milestone. I'm, I'm finally buying something new that I can wear. Um, and then I wore it for five days straight. I love bonobos. <laughs> Jamie, did you lose weight or gain weight during the whole quarantine since you bought new clothes? I thought I would gain weight, but I've actually probably eaten better at home than if I was just like out and about eating lunch in random spots in the city. So I actually just stayed. I stayed the same. Probably. Okay. I don't think I had any crazy shit, but I didn't get worse. So at least wow. that's good. Talking to, talking about going out, I went for the first time. I we I ate inside a restaurant. So New York opened up restaurants inside. Yeah. Uh, so it was twenty five percent capacity, right? Yeah, it was a, a huge milestone. So I ate for the first time, but they keep on fucking giving me plastic forks and knives. I don't get it in the in the freaking thing in a plastic thing. I hate it. I don't get it. 
It's driving me crazy. But anyway, we got inside and it's getting colder. So we're moving along. So kind of things are moving along. So I, I was happy to see that. And what's up with the dining scene out in Long Island, Mr. Pills? Um, I mean, we've been we've been going in. We've been having a regular 50, more than 50 percent now. So I don't really I don't really have to go through the things that you guys go through eating outside. You know, shout out to L.I. because not for nothing, I just have not really seen L.I. in the news very much about coronavirus, you know? Because we wear a mask. We do like to wear a mask. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's one half of y'all like to wear your mask. There's another half who's like, I don't tell me what to fucking do. (laughs) Can't breathe in this thing. You know know what what color they voted for? Yeah, exactly. You know what they rep. Nah, but it's, it's it's actually, you know, like the club business, like it's been, you know, it's gr- gradually growing. So I have to say compared to the city that it's like, you don't really see it. You know? And so you're, 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 you agree, like, you know, start all this stuff. Let's start, you know, opening all these things. And, and, and as long as we take precautions, you're on that, you're on that tip. You have to wear a mask. If you can wear a mask, and, you know, obviously you don't want to have like a bunch of people because I still like don't want a lot of people on top of me. So, you know, a little distance is cool. So with that, I'm OK. Like I've been to lounges and, and restaurants and and yeah, it's, it's, you know, enough room for the distance. You know what I mean? So I think with that, I think I'm OK. You know what I mean? Yeah. But when you definitely don't see somebody with a mask now it's like yo dude you don't know if you want to say something or not i say something like mask (laughs) (laughs) i like that that's all you need to say your mask you know the people that put it just they below they they don't cover their nose those are the people that are like i don't know they're doing they're doing it like halfway they're like let me ask you a question though when you drive in your car do you need to wear your mask and nobody's in the car good question yeah Most people that I know that I've driven cars with don't wear the mask in the car. Right. I see people driving. I'm like, like, why are you wearing a mask when you're driving? I agree there's, with that statement. If there's nobody in the car. But yeah, they, they, oh, there's nobody in the car? Definitely oh, not. Yeah, nobody's in the car. Yeah. Even if I'm in the car and you're driving, I'm like, just do you. You're facing the front. Yo, but why are we in each other's windshields like that? I don't understand what's happening. Mind your own windshield and keep your eyes in your own car. Uh, like, who cares? M-Y-O-W, all right? Mind your own windshield. <laughs> you know, it's all about the initials today. We're so in each other's faces now. We're so, we're coming like, we're all germaphobes. We're judgmental germaphobes, the whole world. Like, we just, I don't know what's going on here. Now, it's cool to be OCD now, right? That's the norm now, yeah, I think. OCD. Yes. We're, all a, we're all a bunch of Anthony Fauci's. <laughs> Yo, that he, sounds he, like somebody from Long Island. <laughs> hey, how you doing? I'm Anthony Fauci. What are you doing? Wear a mask. What's all your problem over here? <laughs> yeah, but don't forget Yo. about the big Jewish Yo. community. Anthony Fauci. 
He's like he, he's like the Bible. He, he, <laughs> anything he says, everybody's like this. <laughs> Yo, but why Dominicans love him so much? My mother and the whole Dominican family is like, "Ahorita lo que dijo Fauci." I They talk about Anthony Fauci. It's like a topic of conversation for my tias and my mom. Is that just my family? He, well, my mother used to be down with Dr. Phil, but now she's a, she's also a fan of Fauci. <laughs> he's, Yo, he's he replaces Dr. Phil. Yo, by the way, he's gonna have his own talk show. Yeah. No, I want him to be like Judge Fauci. I want him to be in a courtroom. <laughs> It'd be like a doubleheader, Judge Judy and Judge Fauci. Ooh, that's back to block. back. The people that's that a good block. It's a good block of television right there. My mom, every, everything he prosecutes is just like mask, mask crimes. Mask you weren't wearing a mask till you're going to jail. <laughs> you had sex with your sister without a mask? <laughs> wow. The plaintiff. Claims that wearing a bandana should be banned because it doesn't really protect the defendant who wear a bandana wherever he goes because he's in a gang. <laughs> wow, that would have been that could have been a room 28 sketch if we were doing stuff. We could have done a Judge Fauci. Ooh, not too late, Jamie. What do we break up? I don't know. We know. No. Well, yeah, I mean, we'll perform it. All right. It'll come to a Zoom near you. You'll check it out. Oh, no. All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break. All right. Rachel, Frank, mm -hmm. yes. you guys excited for Halloween? Oh, yeah. No, I mean, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, because, you know, I don't know. I love Halloween, but I think the the worst part of Halloween is not being able to see who who's outside my door when when they're trick or treating. Like, yeah. who, who am I giving candy to? And which and candy know. are you giving to whom? You should yep. know. Don't you customize your candy uh, delivery or d distribution? I do. I do everything alphabetically. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's like so. But in the past, this has been an issue for me. Yeah. Not this year, though, because this year we got the ring video doorbell. Wow. OK. Do you understand how this is changing Halloween for me? Um, Amazing. First of all, I can see anybody who's outside my door for whatever reason but specifically on halloween i'm gonna look at you trick-or-treaters and if your costume ain't right and if you are kind of a little too old to be to trick-or-treating i you know i'm talking about yeah, pills yeah <laughs> <laughs> you heard uh frank yeah um, it's over for me or yeah, if you frank. just you're not a trick-or-treater and you're just dressed in a scary costume for no reason I want to know. I want to know who I'm opening the door to. And Ring Video Doorbell does that for me. I can literally just see who's outside my door from anywhere in my apartment, even if I'm just not even in my apartment, even if I'm just in another house escaping the trick-or-treaters, I can still see who's trying to get candy from me. I mean, Rachel, is this and not a game changer? Jamie, you can also talk to them from wherever you are in your apartment. So what I plan to do is just ask them, you know, why do you deserve the candy that I have here? You know, you're going to have to earn it a little bit. You know, you can't just show up at my door trick-or-treat. Like, it's 2020. Got to earn your Halloween stripes. Rachel, so you I'm give them like a Halloween pop quiz, right? Exactly my intention. I'm going to do the research and we'll just do some Halloween trivia. I want to know how much you know about candy. And then maybe I'll let you in or open the door and give you some candy. But there's going to be some steps this year. You know, and wow. thank you, Ring Video Doorbell, for allowing me to talk to people from anywhere in my home or anywhere that has Wi-Fi, for that matter. Wow, this technology, this technology is amazing, guys. I can't believe it. Frank, it do is. you let trick? Are you gonna let trick or treaters in um, now that you have the Ring Video Doorbell? 
Uh, no, before I wouldn't open the door, or even like, you know, answer it. Now, by having this technology, I actually go to the door and give, uh, give out candy to the kids. So it's a good thing for me. Yeah, Frank, actually, I... you can give out Ring video doorbells, too. I think the kids will like that. If you want to go to ring.com slash loud, you can get yourself a nice discount and just cop a few. You know what I mean? Ooh, beautiful. Well, you guys, make sure to go to ring.com slash loud. Get your Ring video doorbell kit. It comes with a chime, and it's $1.99, and it's very fine. It will help your life. It has helped my parents' life. You can hear us talking about it. So go to ring.com slash loud and get yours today. It's all you need to start building custom security for your home, especially on Halloween. So do it. Go to ring.com. Slash loud. That's ring.com slash loud. All right. And now it's time for Bolchiche Bites. I've been waiting all day. I've been waiting all night. I've been waiting all day. Bolchiche Bites. I've been waiting all day. I've been waiting all night. I've been waiting all day. Bolchiche Bites. What's going on, y'all? What's going on, brother? What's going on? Long time. And what? Yeah. <laughs> another day, another dollar. More money, uh, more money. murder. What? <laughs> um, guys, J Lo's in the news again. Love her. She's in the news. I don't know if you heard about this, guys, but um, she's facing criticism, um, because in her new song, she actually re- she she makes a reference to herself as a black girl from the Bronx. The Morena from the Bronx. Mm. She calls herself, uh, she, in the lyrics of the song, she sings, Tu Negrita del Bronx, which in English says, I'll always be your black girl from the Bronx. So a lot of people in the blogosphere, um, they're thinking that she's claiming this now when she's never done it in the past. Um, And she's claiming it, you know, kind of on a trendy tip. What is it like Um, racist that people think is racist or something? Well, they think it's fake-ish, you know, fakest. Like I'm, she's claiming not racist, something. but fakest. I mean, now because J Lo, come on. I mean, J Lo without the spray tan, she's she's J Lo is Anglo. You know what I mean? She's very she's very like light skinned. So if we're gonna I mean, go by you know, she did. If take, we're gonna go by skin tone. I don't know if she could be calling calling herself you know negrita, right? True. I feel like she's trying to get on a bandwagon when really, you know, we're in a time right now where it's like, you know, the, the you know, um, Afro Latinos are are kind of like, yo, we we, you know, light skinned Latinos getting a lot of the, like a lot of play and entertainment and all that stuff. And what about us? And she's coming in here, you know, where her, you know, trying to claim like she is all, you know, no, I'm I'm now I'm you know I'm a black girl from the Bronx, and it's like, uh. I don't know if you can, does that, what does that seem? Do you think that, you know, people shouldn't be criticizing her about this? Maybe it's just slang that she's using and it's not a big deal. Um, Cause she's played, you know, look, she's played Italian, you know, she's played white girls in movies too. Mm-hmm. You know, she got, so, you know, if you can play a white girl in a movie, I don't know if, if, well, I uh, in your heart, is- yeah, you know, and Latinos <laughs> are, yeah, if we go, but a lot of, nowadays people are very, being very literal, you know, and it's like, yeah, it's fine, Latinos are our family, but Afro-Latinos are not getting the same opportunities as light-skinned Latinos, and so there is a kind of, 
there is it's it, it does seem a little bit um you know icky coming from her right now to, to use that when she's never used that but um it's, but i don't know i mean i love j-lo this ain't this ain't knocking j-lo i i but the blog the, you know the blog the bloggers are and social media is well this is coming from a place of nothing but love for j-lo because that's what i have for her it's like okay maybe she's claiming this and it's kind of new so we're all like what but yo deep down you know puerto rico every puerto rican is black Every Puerto Rican, whether they're whatever color they are on the spectrum, and so are we, Dominicans. We're all part of it. Oh my God. I mean, but we all know this. It's it's and if she's embracing that and celebrating it, can we really knock her? I don't know. It's it's hard. I mean something that she's celebrating. Yeah, and she took that six train up to the Bronx for all those years. I mean, you gotta give her the uh, the accolades. She earned her stripes. Yeah. <laughs> it's a touchy subject. I mean, you know, coming from uh, from the Heights, as you coming from Inwood or the Heights, Jamie, like people would think like, oh, you're not. Yeah, you're but not- I think. Yeah. Colorism has become a big topic, especially now in this in this climate, in this in this racial climate, you know, so a lot of people are taking the color of your skin, literally, especially in within the Latino community. And I think you know, a lot of that time, it, that's what makes kind of, you know, Latinos are sometimes at war with each other because of that. You know what I'm saying? So for her to claim that in a song, maybe you just don't want to just go there. You know what I'm saying? Not that it's wrong and not that she can't feel feel that way. But, I, you know, I think people are just like, maybe that, not now, J-Lo. We don't need this now from you. Yeah. Not right now. You yeah. know, hey. you could... It's a it's a touchy thing. I mean, you know, I think people that uh that usually come from like a a, a city usually feel like, yay, I'm I'm whatever is in that city. So being like Latino for I, I remember for myself, I remember a black person telling me telling me, yo, you're not black enough. And I was like, dude, I'm like more black than you. And I live in the city just like you. So mm-hmm. you're black. I'm Dominican. I'm just as black as you. So why are you more black than me? So I think a lot of Latinos sometimes have that little swag about them. Like, yo, I'm experiencing the same things that you are. I may be a shade or two lighter than you, but I'm going through the same shit that you are. So, you know, it's a it's a back and forth uh, uh, conversation. But I think a lot of Latinos have that that thing about them. Like, yo, I'm going through the same thing that you are going through. Yeah. Yeah. I know you're going through more shit than me, but yeah, I'm going through it, too. You know? Yeah, it is a back and forth thing. And I think now in the cancel culture, it's like, yo, if somebody does little one little misstep like that, you know, they'll get criticized easily. But um, yeah, um, but yeah, it might just be an issue of timing. But you know what I mean? We still love J-Lo. Uh, okay. <laughs> Rachel, all day, how, how all was, Rachel, how was it for you growing up in Brooklyn uh, back then being I mean, people that see you or don't know. You were like the J-Lo you were like the J-Lo of Brooklyn. Yes. How was it yeah. for you? I wish I would have known that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, all I could say is like, you know, being biracial, there was a lot of confusion growing up, especially growing up in an, a predominantly white neighborhood. Um, and even like my mother, like blowing my hair out every day. I didn't know I had curly hair until I was able to wash it myself. You know mm. what I'm saying? Cause she wanted me to, I guess, fit in. Um, but then it just took 
getting older and, and applying to a high school outside of my zoned area. Cause I'm like, I'm out of here. I don't relate to these people. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know what's wrong, but I need to be around some diversity. And so it was when I went to school in Flatbush, Brooklyn, Flatbush, where I was like exposed to Puerto Rican girls, Dominicans, like black people like it was so great i i was like run, like you know frolicking around the high school like i love all you brown people i've, I've missed i've yearned for you you know but then i i started to learn more about my own culture because i had the need to long story short i i had to find out who i was and that's exactly when i learned that oh shit i'm black I'm white, I'm mestiza, mulata, judia, uh, de Rusia, you know, so I, I'm like with JLo in embracing all those little pieces of me, but I've been embracing all these pieces of me since I mm, learned right. about it. That's the difference. That's the difference, right. Don't just flip it. Don't just switch it when it's convenient or when it seems yeah. convenient. Again, this is how it might look like to some people, and that's why the controversy, but um, yeah. Um, but yeah, this, that was, you know, into that that conversation is always going to be pop up. I mean, I think the, that's a it's a continuing conversation about race within the Latino community and stuff like that. But yeah. um, another the next bite though is is actually an interesting story. A Texas fourteen year old Texas girl um, won twenty five k for developing a potential COVID nineteen treatment. What? That's great. Fourteen. Um, I think she and she's like the parent. She's the she's the daughter of immigrants. Um, very cool story. My thing is, why is she only getting twenty five k? I mean, to me that seems low for a co a potential COVID nineteen treatment. Yo, a girl who has who gets like tick you know a million TikTok views gets more money than that. And here we are again, Latina Equal Pay Day coming up at the end of this month. Here we are. Even the COVID girls getting underpaid. Damn. Yo, Jamie, can you give me the uh, the treatment just in case I might catch it later on in the, in the winter time? Well, it just is. She's created. She's creating a molecule. It's a molecule that could cripple part of the, part of the virus. Damn. So maybe if she if it crippled, you know, the whole virus, maybe she would have gotten 50 grand. But uh, 25 grand. I mean, that's just like, you know, I think I think you got to give this, this 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 girl more. Just a little bit more. Right. A little bit more. I mean, maybe buy her like a house, a new car. I mean, you know, a contestant on the Price is Right gets more than that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, just because they're good at, you know, Plinko. Um, I wish I would have played Plinko. I didn't make it to the stage. Anyway, sorry. Uh, confessions of a, back a, bad of a former Confessions of a former Price is Right contestant. <laughs> don't, don't bring it back. It was a dark place. I mean, the party <laughs> gifts were great. Light up bird bath. But anyway. Guys. Uh, next bite. Um, the New Yorker suspended uh, famous journalist Jeffrey Tubin for masturbating on a Zoom call. Damn. <laughs> oh, my God. What was that yeah. all about? The call was an election simulation featuring New Yorker all stars. So this was kind of like a, a serious meet, like Zoom meeting. Um, and he thought the camera was was he thought he was muted and the camera was off and it wasn't. Oh, and every, wow. everybody saw, you know, Tubin's uh Is Tube <laughs> Tubin's <laughs> testicles. Yeah, they saw they saw a little more of Tubin than they like. Um, but damn, <laughs> that's like 
I mean, I think I'm used to Zoom by now to know that you don't want to pull your dick out in the middle. Like I wouldn't, even if I thought this, my camera wasn't showing, I wouldn't pull my dick out in the middle of this podcast. Yo, but it's so New York though. You said he worked for the New Yorker. Like, come on. It's so, we see this on the train in New York every day. What's the, we're seeing it on Zoom now? Okay. (laughs) Wow. I mean, Jamie, think about it. People get on Pornhub and their camera's on. They don't even realize it. And they're going off for years in front of Pornhub. So, well, I mean, if you're on Pornhub, I think it's not that big of a shock if somebody sees your dick. (laughs) You know, it's not like, oh my God. I didn't know. I'm sorry. Wait, you guys. I'm sorry. I just, I just. This share screen thing doesn't get you horny because it totally turns me on when people share a screen. I'm like, oh, let me see what you got open. What tabs? (laughs) (laughs) He was, um, he apologized. He, he, so he said, I believe that was not visible on Zoom. I thought no one on the Zoom call could see me. Um, and then I made an embarrassingly stupid mistake. And I apologize to my wife, family, friends, and coworkers. Damn. Okay. Oh, that's so nice. Hey, Rachel. Keep it real, you guys. Was his, Keep was it real, his dick that was? Was his penis that offensive looking? That he's he's apologizing to everybody he knows. <laughs> wow. Can you guys keep it real for a sec? Like, have you ever masturbated with somebody? Like, when you're talking to them and they can't see, have you ever like done anything like that? Oh, back in the day when people had like late night phone calls. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because okay, the phone you call, you could do the phone call thing late at night, two in the morning. And yo, if she's down, you got to be down. You can't be like, I don't think this is appropriate. Um, <laughs> so, Rachel, you know, Rachel. until, I, you know, we did it until like my mother, you know, uh, my, you know, my mother interrupted me. What are you doing in there? Why are you moaning? <laughs> and then I'm like, yo, I got to go. I got to go. I got to go. Well, I'm just saying, I wonder if it's a thing. Are people masturbating over Zoom? Could you let us know? Slide in our DM at We Are Latinos Out Loud. Do you masturbate over Zoom? We want to hmm. know. But don't Zoom us because we don't. if you say yes, then we don't want to see that. Um, one <laughs> Frank, last what thing, are you doing very... over there, Frank? <laughs> Frank, put your pants back on. Let me see your hands, Frank. <laughs> Cuidado. Uh, real quick, one last bite. Neil deGrasse Tyson warns that an asteroid could hit Earth a day before the election. Good. That's not a bad idea. I think with everything that's going on, Jamie, that may not be a bad idea. Wow. An asteroid? An asteroid. Can you believe this? An I asteroid. Mean, with everything I mean, that's happening, this is just amazing. This That's very 2020, though. That's on brand in 2020. <laughs> I can see an asteroid hitting us, and the only person surviving is Donald Trump. And he's like, yeah, you know what? An asteroid couldn't beat me. All right, coronavirus couldn't kill me. Okay, that's what it is. That's uh, it's Trump. Two thousand. It's just gonna be Trump, and he's gonna have, and he's gonna have to start a new civilization. And this is, yeah, this that's that's a scary thought. So hopefully the asteroid doesn't doesn't hit us, and we don't have to deal with that. I hope. <laughs> Yeah, let's let's pray on that. But you know, that's that's you know, that's 2020, and those are the bites. Yeah. Okay. Well, now it's time for Frank Spiracy News. All right. Live from La Gran Manzana, it's Frank Spiracy News with Frank Nibs. Hello, folks. Hi, Hi Frank. Frank. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? Good, Frank. How are you? Great. That's so good. Good. Listen, guys, Rachel. What? This one goes to you today. 
Oh, great. I found out some really, really interesting, some interesting news that I've never knew or I kind of had a hunch about because I kind of spoke about something like this. But you got to get this back to your peoples. Um, this is about the this is about the Hitler hoax. OK, Rachel, okay. got to get this back to your peeps. Hitler was never actually murdered or killed, as they say. Tell me. Yes. That. You got to go talk to your dad. I hate to say it, but back then in 1945, when supposedly Hitler and his wife, Ava Brown, supposedly committed suicide, they committed suicide supposedly, and Russia was supposedly in charge of his bunker where he committed suicide, and they took his skull back to Russia, and they supposedly said that that was Hitler's skull. Well, guys, I have something to tell you. In the year 2000, we had a geneticist, a geneticist after the Cold War that went back to Russia and got his skull and brought it back to the United States. And after they actually examined it with the DNA, they found out that it was not even a man's skull. It was a woman's skull. It wasn't actually Hitler's skull. So he's still alive? Listen, no, Rachel, he's not alive right now, most likely. I mean, it's been a long time. Is he time. hanging out somewhere? Is he hanging out somewhere with Tupac? Yo. Uh, Guys, this is this is guys, <laughs> this is real. Supposedly, supposedly, these geneticists went over that skull and they found out it wasn't even a man's, like I just said. It was a woman's skull. And there are like a lot of conspiracies. And I spoke about this in one of our episodes about maybe like 50 episodes about or 60. And I keep on telling a lot of our listeners, they hit me up on the DMs. You talk about this, you talk about that. I've spoken about a lot of stuff that you guys are hearing about with all this Trump stuff and conspiracy stuff. I spoke about this. I said that Hitler was in Argentina and he got shipped over there. Rachel, a lot of these German guys went to Argentina and they went to catch him out there. He went out there and he did plastic surgery on his face. And they're saying, and I said this back then, that he's Walt Disney. After, after Trump fell, I'm sorry, <laughs> after Hitler fell, Trump and Hitler are the same thing. But anyway, after Hitler like was out, <laughs> All those guys went to Argentina and supposedly they went to they went to the United States and created what well, they created Disney World and they created NASA. You've spoken about this before. Yes. The all the all the all the all the big scientists that Hitler had, NASA hired them. The number one guy was Von Braun, which is the father of NASA. You know what NASA stands for, guys, right? Not a space agency. Oh, is that what it is? You guys know this already. And Hitler and Van Brown and Walt Disney are all in the same boat. Guys, Hitler never died. He ended up in Argentina, guys. And he and changed listen, his guys, name to Adolfo? Is guys, that what I heard? Yes, guys, Adolfo Hitler? Listen to me, guys. After don't cry, don't cry for him, Argentina. Yes. Even Russia, guys. Even, even, the, even the Russians, even Stalin always never claimed as Hitler as being uh, a dead person. He never even confided on anyone around him saying that Hitler was dead. So Rachel just want to let you and your peoples know this guy's still around or he's Wait, dead, but, but his up. people's still around. So I'm, I'm assuming he shaved the mustache off because anybody would have recognized Hitler on the street. Like, yo, who the fuck? Yo, look at that's Hitler, yo. Yeah, with yeah, little, yeah. With he a little mustache. So he must have just done a whole like shave the stash. Um, you know, change the comb over look. Maybe he just like went bald. <laughs> he, he looked more like Mr. Clean, maybe. Um, you know, I would recognize Hitler right away. It's like when people say, oh, Elvis, 
Elvis Shvake this death. But I'm like, people would recognize Elvis on the street if if you can't just you just disappear, uh, you know, out of the face of the world. Like people are eventually gonna find you. Right. Elvis will be pretty and big he, right now. Uh, you can also Dave. recognize Hitler by the way he waves to people. You know what I mean? So yeah. oh, well, with, with the hand, wow. with the hand all out, uh, Rachel. Up, right. But and, I can uh, say it. I'm Jewish. I can say it. <laughs> Rachel, they That's did. A good one. That's a good one. Rachel, they did the guys wrong and they lied to you. This guy was hanging out to the to his later days out in Argentina. Damn son, and it's real. And I, I mean, I kind of he like that. that. He like those Latinas there, right? He like Argentina. Yeah, there. Jamie, you know what time it is. Mm-hmm. And guys, Argentina is close to Antarctica. And I did another fake news on Admiral Byrd and what he found in Antarctica. And there's a lot of reports of the Nazis having bases already down in Antarctica, and most likely. Hitler went down to Antarctica, down there by the North Pole, you know? And he's hiding out there. Maybe he has, don't forget, Hitler was like with the Nazis and he was with the aliens. He had communication with everybody. Don't forget, his communications and his and his uh, technology was way ahead of the Americans. That's why we hired him and his whole team of the 12 best scientists to run NASA, guys. Come on. This is a Damn. big one, Frank. This is a big, so- bold one, Frank. Yes. Rachel, you know I don't BS. Frank Spiracy and the Eloeros are always coming at you with the best news. Guys, this is a real thing. And as 2021 comes, we're going to like be divulging some real serious news. It's coming out. Guys, LOL, let's do it. All right. Okay. I think it's time for some Kelo K. All right. Thank you very much, folks. Guys, it's time for que lo que. So, two-time guest co-host Kevin Montano. Que lo que, loco. Que lo que, que lo que, mi gente. Thank you for having me, guys. I want to make sure that you follow me at all my social media handles at Mr. Pills, and you can also follow me and Spotify at 4F Music. Make sure you follow, listen to all my new music, and check out all the hot blends. Thank you, guys. All right. What's up, Frank? All right. To all my peoples from New York City, California, Texas, Florida, Boston, all my people living in the cities, God bless. We only have a few, about what, two months left. I want to give a keloke and many blessings to everybody in the next few months. You know, I think we need it with everything coming up right now. And I just want to give a blessings and a keloke to everybody. Much love. All right. What's up, Jamie? And as always, much love to our peoples at Yero.com, the lifestyle and news platform for Latino men. Has eight months of pandemic put a hurting on your social life? How are you supposed to meet people during quarantine, huh? I know, mi gente. Is it even possible? Si se puede. Visit Yero.com for a few tips because they always come through for y'all. You know what I'm saying? And uh, just go to my socials, Jay Ferns, Instagram, J underscore Ferns, Twitter, 
I well, uh, for me, real quick, uh, Familia Washington Heights' own JP Infante just released his debut prose poetry chapbook on the tip of your mother's tongue. It's an absolute must read that delves into how JP grappled and came to terms with his mother's mental health issues while coming of age in Washington Heights, NYC. The book was the winner of the fourth annual 30 West chapbook contest. So let's support this author, spread love on the tip of your mother's tongue, and pick up a copy to today please follow me at rachel la loca i just want to read a quick dm that came through today you know how much i love these messages but shout out to basically underscore lee she told us i learn so much from you guys every week i listen to your podcast i love the energy and the fact that you guys have been friends forever makes it work so much better i learn a lot about my community politics and of course being dominican it's all done with the best vibes and good laughs ever thank you guys so thank mm. you for sending us those messages please keep it up we want to hear from you more what are the topics that you'd like us to cover what are the guests that you'd like to hear more from and uh on that note we love you and we're out there have never been more options for your next vehicle but the right choice has never been clearer that's because toyota has a high-performing hybrid built for your exact needs like the stylish all-new camry xse hybrid and venza the spacious highlander and all-new sienna with more cargo space and the fuel efficient and high-performing rav4 hybrid toyota hybrids save you time and money filling up less often at the gas station and of course all with 10-year 150,000 mile warranty on new models take the next step visit toyota toyota.com slash hybrid or your local Toyota dealership to learn more.